Yo, who's excited to be here tonight? Oh, Bro, Tavita, you will never cease to make me say why. <laughs> oh, man, listen, I'm so, so pumped to be here tonight, man. Shout out to our online family. What up? It's so good to see you guys. And I'm Levi, bro. Sheesh, talk about making me blush. Um, Dude, I literally, what he was saying right there, I remember you. I literally had a crush on you <laughs> as my, as my no, no, not in a weird way. This guy, I was like, I want to be like him when I grow up. <laughs> when I was coming to youth, you had a huge impact on me, man. And um, yes, youth, where's my youth family at? Who goes to youth here? Let's go. And listen, if you're a parent here or watching online and you have children who are in high school, you need to get them along to Thrive Youth because it is going down every Friday night. And I'm, hey, I'm excited to be here, but I just want to say real quick, just a massive thank you to Pastor Chris and Pastor Sue for this opportunity. I think it's so cool that we have senior pastors who don't just care about like the next generation, but they're willing to give them opportunities to share as well. So can we just give it up for our senior pastors real quick? It's so awesome. Thank you so much. And um, hey, I want to tell you guys a story real quick. Is that cool? Sick. Also, it's so weird just seeing eyeballs right now. This is so funny. You guys look great in your masks. Um, I'm in a family of, of four people. So me, my sister, mum, and my dad. Um, and, and growing up, I hated haircuts. Oh, I got to ooh. <laughs> um, but for me, there was this one point where I was like, okay, Jordy, your hair is getting bushy. Like, you just got to get a trim, my dude. It just is what it is. So I was like, Mom, can we get an appointment for a haircut? She's like, sure, honey. She called the, the, the hairdresser place. Why was that so hard to say? The hairdresser. And she said, um, you know, like, can we book an appointment? And they were like, listen, we're so sorry. Um, like, we're full for the weekend. And she was like, oh, okay, all good. Um, and I was like, ow. Um, <laughs> but I was like, okay, all good, no worries. And I remember just walking to my room. And i got to walk past the bathroom to get to my room. And I walk into my room, and it's almost like the light has just hit this pair of scissors. And it's just gone bing, kind of like right now looking at that light. <laughs> it just caught the scissors and just bang. And I'm just like, all right. And so I walk up to these scissors, and I grab them, and I go up to the mirror like I know what I'm doing, like I've cut every person's hair before. And I'm just there, and I sort of, you know, get the, the two finger, get the thing in the fringe, and I'm like, all right. And I just did it, and I pulled away, and I was like, oh. But now I've got to try to recover. Because it's, it's just one, like, you know. So now I'm like, okay, I've got to try to recover this thing. So I get there again with the other side, and I'm trying to, like, level it. I'm like, yeah, that's probably about it. And I go, I take a step back, the scissors drop, and my jaw drops with it. And I'm just like, Jordy, you've gone, done, did it, my brother. And now the story gets, oh! Look at that head. Wow. Look at that staircase right there, bro. What is that? Oh, okay, take that off, delete it, never put it anywhere again. But the worst part was is that we had family photos the next day at the beach, and I'm there crying because I think the salt water or just the traumatic experience. And, and my family decided to put this picture on the front wall as you walk through the house. And it's still there to this day. Yeah, wow. <laughs> and that's the photo right there. Don't put it back up. <laughs> but, you know, just looking back on our story, it's just so funny because I was there and I was like, oh, man, I'll get this little piece of hair. Like, it's just a tiny piece of hair. It's not going to make that much of a difference. Like, it's literally nothing but this little strand of hair, and I just gone, but it's 
it made a big difference. <laughs> but it just, just stood out to me, just looking back, because I was preparing for this thing. Like, I just saw it as nothing but a little piece of hair. And it just fully got me thinking how sometimes that is so how I see Geordie Howard. Like, like I can see myself as I'm nothing but fill in the blank. Like, like I want to make a difference, but I'm nothing but this. Like I know God's got a plan for my life, bro, but I'm, 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 nothing, but, I'm nothing but this. And maybe you can relate to that tonight. Maybe you've looked at your life and maybe you've thought that exact same thing. I want to make a difference in my school, but I'm nothing but this. I want to raise these kids well, man, but I'm nothing but this. And I really want to talk about that exact thing tonight, how God can use your nothing but to make a difference. And I don't know what your nothing but is. I don't know what that thing is for you, but I really do believe that God can use it. Somebody just say that. Say, God can use my nothing but. Mm, you sound good even with their masks on. God can use your nothing but. That's the title of my message tonight. And I really want to take a look at this story in the Bible of this guy called Zachariah. And um, just to bring us up to speed with what's happening, this guy has just gone into the temple and he's wanting to be with the presence of God, which is sick. And he meets this sick angel called Gabriel. Now, I know a sick dude called Gabriel who's sitting somewhere over here right now, but, <laughs> but he meets this guy called Gabriel. And now Zachariah and his wife Elizabeth have been wanting to have a, have a child for a really long time, but it just hasn't been able to happen. And this Gabriel says to him, what up? <laughs> and he says, your prayers have been heard and you're going to have a son. And he's actually going to be this real gangster son who's just going to go around doing some awesome, awesome stuff for God. He's going to make you jump for joy. He's going to make everyone around them jump for joy. He's going to make a huge difference in the world. And what I want to look at tonight is, Zach, is Zachariah's response to that. And we're going to pick it up right here in Luke chapter 1, 18. And he says this, just after he gets told all of that by Gabriel the angel, he says this. He says, do you expect me to believe this? I'm an old man, and my wife, she old. <laughs> and literally, that's all we're looking at tonight. But just a little spoiler alert, they have a kid, and he's a beast. His name is John, and he goes to do some awesome, awesome stuff. But I just say that just in case the whole night you're like, did they have a kid or not? They had the kid. It's good. Um, but I really want to look at this tonight, look at his response, and I really do believe that we can see all of us in it. Um, and just the first thing I noticed, point number one tonight, is that he said that I'm nothing but... Like, like, I'm nothing but an old man. But isn't it crazy how God still chose to do a miracle in his life? Isn't it crazy how God still chose to do a miracle with his nothing but fill in the blank? And, you know, I just think of my life, man. There is so many times where I just look at my life and I just think, how on earth are you meant to actually make a difference here? Even this week, bro, I'm just like, I'm meant to speak in front of people who are, <laughs> and I'm just getting nervous in the week even thinking about it. But... It's so easy for me to just think, man, I'm nothing, but, I'm nothing but that guy who's just in a family of four who just sucks at giving himself DIY haircuts. <laughs> I'm nothing but the guy who's just studying uni right now. Or I'm nothing but the guy who just helps out at a youth group on a Friday night. Or I'm nothing but the guy who just plays soccer on the weekends and tries to make a difference. Like, I'm nothing but this, I'm nothing but that. And I really want to share a scripture with us tonight that I really do think can encourage us if you can relate to that feeling of just feeling like, man, I'm nothing but, and this is in Jeremiah 1.5, and it says this, it says, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. You know, there's another part in the Bible which I really like, and it's, it's always stood out to me, and it says, his power is made perfect in our weakness. Everyone just say weakness. 
Yeah, his power is made perfect in our weakness. And that's some good news and encouragement for all of us. And I really do not know what your nothing but is and what it is for you in your life. But I just want to encourage you, man, God can use it. God can use your nothing but. The very thing that you might think is just this day-to-day thing that I just do every day and I just keep raising these kids and I just keep going to this nine to five. God says, I want to use that. It might seem insignificant to you. It might seem like just such a little thing, but to God, it could be the very thing that he's counting on. The very thing that you could be counting out as, oh man, that's just a waste of my time. I'm just nothing but this. God says, I'm counting on that. That's where I want to bring purpose. That's where I want to bring you the most fulfillment you've ever felt in your ever life. God can use your nothing but whatever that is tonight, whether you're a high schooler, a uni student, a nine to five worker, whether you're trying to find a job right now, God says, I can use that. I can use your nothing but. God can use our nothing but. Is anybody thankful to that tonight, that God uses our nothing but? So point number one tonight, man, that I just noticed from that is that God can use us even when we feel like we are nothing but. And another thing I notice in this, in this little passage of Scripture right here is, so the first thing he says is, man, you know, I, I'm nothing but an old man. Then he points to his missus and he says, she's nothing but an old woman. And now this ain't even the relationship series, but fellas, <laughs> probably not the best bet to be throwing that phrase out there. And my wife is an old woman. So first he pointed at a deficiency in himself. Now he's pointing at a deficiency around him. Like first he's noticed that, man, I don't have what it takes. And now he's saying, not even that. Now the thing around me doesn't even have what it takes to add up for this. And that just made me think of soccer. Who here plays soccer? Wow. That sucks. Surely someone online is like shouting for me right now. Um, I play a lot of soccer. And um, even, even if you just play team sports, honestly, um, it's the most frustrating thing. What? <laughs> My man says, yeah, but you didn't put your hand up before. It's the most frustrating thing when the other team scores against you. And it just, every single time you get caught off guard. And it's the most frustrating thing, bro. You're there, you think you've got the right tactics down pat, you're like, let's go. And you're doing it, you're playing well or whatever, and then out of nowhere, this team just somehow manages to score a goal. And it's so funny because in my team, and probably every team, as soon as that happens, everyone starts pointing fingers. (laughs) Everyone's like, not me, that wasn't my fault. (laughs) That was anything but my fault and we just start pointing fingers at everyone playing the blame game but also also just pointing at things around us like oh man why did that happen there that would have been avoided if we just fixed that up or what did you do wrong there but it's so funny because every single time we'd point to an external problem it would never actually help us move forward pointing out the problem and just saying why did we do that that didn't really help it it wasn't until someone actually stood up and said i'm going to make a change in this area i'm going to actually change the way we have been playing and make a difference but I really do think Zachariah's in that spot right now where he's like, man, I don't feel like I'm good enough. But now even the things around me, that doesn't, even, that doesn't even make sense as to why I should keep taking a step forward. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you're here tonight and maybe you can kind of relate to that sort of vibe of just maybe you don't feel like you're enough and or you, you're nothing but this. But, but even if you just take a look around your life right now, maybe some of you can really identify some things where you're like, man, not only I'm nothing but, but my situations are nothing but broken or nothing but confusing or nothing but just frustrating me right now and I really do think Zachariah is in that spot as well but I just want to encourage us tonight is that so often just like me on the soccer field and just like anybody else who plays sport is there's so many things that can catch you by surprise 
And there's also so many things in life that can just fully catch you by surprise. Just like, where, what, huh? <laughs> like, where'd that come from? But I want to encourage us tonight from, a, tonight from a verse in Romans 8. And this, if you've been in church before, you've probably heard this a lot of times. But I think there's so much power in this verse. And it's in Romans 8, 28. It says this. And we know that God causes everything. Everyone say everything. Mm-hmm. God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love Him and are called according to His purpose for them. And I fully don't know what your circumstances are like or what this past week has looked like for you, but I want to encourage you that your circumstances might be a full-on surprise to you, but can I just tell you something? They are not a surprise to God. He is not sitting up in heaven like, oh! damn, what are we going to do? Like, he is not surprised by this thing. Matter of fact, some of the things I believe he's actually just fully factored in. And I just really want to just encourage somebody right now who might have been thinking, man, God, why would you make this happen to me? Why would you do this to me? And he's saying, I didn't do that to you, but I factored it in. I factored it into your whole plan. I planned, I knew you before you were in your mother's womb. I'm using the good parts, the bad parts, and the straight up nasty parts to write a really cool story about your whole life. God uses all things and works them together. And you might be here tonight, man. You might have experienced job loss. You might have experienced, some people might have just treated you really badly. And I'm so sorry for that. I'm so sorry for people who have treated you badly or done you wrong or just gone out of their way to make your life less important to you. But can I just encourage you tonight that God has factored that in. He's factored in your past, man. He's factored in the, the times that you've messed up. And when other people have done things to you, he's factored all of that in. I just love that. How wonderful, man, that we serve a God who factors everything in. The good parts, the bad parts, and just the straight up ugly parts as well. He might not have forced things into your life, but I really do believe he has factored them in. And just last sort of point that I want to leave with us tonight that I really notice in Zachariah's response um, he just sort of says, like, I'm nothing but someone who just can't understand. Like, I'm nothing but someone who just can't understand. Like, I'm too old. My wife is too old. And then he says, how do you expect me to believe this? It's like when someone just solves a Rubik's Cube and says, hey, do you want to ever go? I'm like, no, <laughs> never. <laughs> I don't want to wreck my confidence like that. But it's like, how do you expect me to believe that I can just do that thing right there? <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but just do it. Those people who can solve Rubik's Cubes, I just have some mad respect for all of you, eh? But he really just was in a spot where he, he felt he wasn't nothing but this, and he felt like his circumstances were nothing but this, and now he's like, this doesn't even make any sense to me right now. And I really do believe that all of us have been in situations like that where just things don't add up. Like, it, like if, it, if it really was, if God really loved me, like why would this have all just happened and just all have gone around in my life and why would the situation or the outcome have been that? Or why would they have left me like that? I trusted them with everything. Why would they have left me? It just doesn't make sense. I can't understand. And that is exactly where Zachariah was at right there. I just don't understand. You tell me I'm meant to have a son, but I, how do you expect me to believe that? I'm old, she's old. <laughs> like how am I meant to keep taking a step forward and actually believe that. But I think the coolest thing is, is that God really wasn't looking for Zachariah to have the whole 10-step plan mapped out, mapped out before he said, I'm going to believe you. He really wasn't looking for Zachariah to know the ins and outs of every single detail of how this was going to happen before he said, I'll believe you. God wasn't looking for Zachariah's understanding. God was just looking for Zachariah to follow him. 
And I just fully want to encourage somebody tonight. Maybe you've been a bit just like, uh, about this whole God thing because you don't fully understand it. Can I just let you know? Join the club. <laughs> like, I'm still working this thing out as I go. I'm still trying to learn. I'm still trying to find out more information and figure out what this whole thing really looks like. But can I just encourage you that it doesn't have to always make sense. And I love this one verse, man, in Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. It says this, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your paths straight. Man, I really do believe that God is writing such a big and incredible story in every single one of our lives. And I believe he sees above everything. I believe he sees beyond everything. And I really do think that sometimes it's just not going to make sense. I just, I just really feel like just driving that home tonight, someone here tonight, it, it's not going to make sense all the time. Like if, if this really, I thought that was the job for me and I really just wanted to chase after that and then that door got shut in your face. Listen, it's not going to make sense sometimes. God's factored that very thing in. I want a relationship, but I'm single and ready to mingle. <laughs> some of y'all know exactly who I'm talking about right now. But like, I was literally talking to some guys this week in my life, and they were saying to me that like, oh, you know, like, I just, I just need a relationship to get things going. I just need a, that's just going to be like the starter motor of my life. And I was like, bro, you got a heartbeat? <laughs> like, they have a heartbeat as well, but you are you, my man. Like, you are a whole person. You don't need a relationship to get things going. You can focus on your journey right here, right now. God had a plan before, for you before he had anyone else for you. He wants to use you in your life. And sometimes, man, it's not going to make sense. But isn't it encouraging to know that we serve a God who stands above it all, man, and he's factored it all in. He might not have forced the things onto you, bro, but he's factored it in. He's working all things together, man. He's working all things together for good. I love how Jesus did, didn't ever ask people to understand everything about his plan. He just asked people to follow him. He didn't ask us to have it all figured out and then follow. He just said, just come follow me. I'll guide you every step of the way. I'll make your path straight. I'll guide you through the highs and the lows when it feels like you're on top of the world and it feels like there's nothing going right. I will be with you every single step. Every single step of the way. And I just really want to encourage us tonight that God can use our nothing. But, and I've just got a few questions, man, just as we wrap up tonight, just so that we can really apply this in our lives. I'm just going to have a quick sip. Question number one tonight for us to just really apply this is what, what is your nothing but? Like, like I've spoken about a few for me, just like I'm nothing but a uni student or I'm nothing but someone who's just trying to make a difference in my, in my soccer team or in that youth group. But, but what is it for you? Like, like what's that thing that you've just been sort of just like kind of neglecting like, oh, you know, that's not that big of a deal. Maybe it's a gifting. Maybe it's a talent. Maybe it's a passion that you have. Maybe it's a career that you want to chase after, but oh, you're nothing but this. What is, what's, what's your nothing but? Another question tonight is, what circumstances have been stopping you from taking another step forward in life? What circumstances have been stopping you from taking another step forward in life? And the last question tonight is, in what areas do you need to surrender your understanding and just trust that God's got you, even when it doesn't make sense? Like, like what areas in your life right now do you just need to say, you know what, God? I'm actually done trying to figure this whole thing out. And I'm just fully going to take a step back and say, I give this to you. I'm going to surrender my understanding and I'm just going to trust that the God who spoke every single thing into existence 
the same God who knew me before I opened my flipping eyes is the same God that's with me every step of the way. And it's okay if it doesn't make sense. He says, listen, I know it's not going to make sense. My plan is so crazy, so big, you're not even going to know what's coming. It's not going to make sense. But I'm with you every step of the way. Lean on me. Lean on me. And I will make your path straight every step of the way. You know, I'd love to pray tonight just as we sort of close, um, if that's cool with you guys. Can we just stand to our feet really quick if that's all right? I really do believe that there's um, no accident that you're here tonight. And um, I'd just love to pray just, just as we wrap up. God, I just thank you so much that, that you can use every single one of us. And I just thank you right now, even, even in this moment, I just thank you that if we've got breath in our lungs, you are so not done with us. We just thank you right now that you can use our nothing but. You can use us when we don't feel like we're enough. You can use us when our circumstances just feel like they aren't enough. And you can use us even when we just don't know what is going on right now. You just ask us to follow you and to trust in you. And I just pray you help every single one of us this week. Just give us that peace. Give us that reassurance that we are not fighting this thing alone. We are not facing this thing alone. You are with us every step of the way. You don't want us to have it all figured out. You just ask us to follow you. And I just pray this week, I pray you help us to do that. In Jesus' name, amen. And you know, maybe, maybe you're here tonight and you might be hearing about this, this whole thing and you're kind of like, that's me. Like, I've wanted to find out more about this whole, this whole God thing, but it just doesn't fully make sense to me. And I just want to extend an invitation to you right now just to follow Jesus. Just to surrender your understanding and just say, you know what, I'm actually just going to take this step and just follow Jesus. And you know, that's actually something that can be done in so much simpler than you might think. It might even be just, just such a simple prayer right now, just in, in your head or in, 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 behind your mask. Um, just, just you saying, Jesus, I just invite you into my life, man. God, I just, I, just, I just come to you right now. I don't have it all figured out, Jesus, but I just invite you into my life. I really do believe that just, even just such a simple thought and just such a simple prayer like that can change the whole trajectory of your life. It can take you from a place of pain and a place of just, why am I on this earth to a place of, I have purpose. Every day I have breath in my lungs. I know God's not done with me. God can use me in my schools, in my relationships, in my friendships, in my nine to five job. He can use me there. And I really do believe that you can discover a life of purpose, man. And if that's you tonight, I'm so excited for you, man. I'm so pumped for you. And I'm going to invite Pastor Levi up right now just to share a little bit more about that if that's you tonight.